You're listening to The Itch. My name is Casey. My name is Dan. And I'm Aaron. And today we are scratching the itch to celebrate Record Store Day, which is a pretty big event in the in the music industry world. This year is the 15th anniversary of Record Store Day. And full disclosure, none of us are particularly record collectors. So this might be like a 15 minute celebration of record store day (laughs) but we're okay with that because um it's still there's a lot of value to this i'm not a record collector but i do collect lots of cds and and it's kind of the same thing i know that records obviously are bigger and more you know easy to display but i I love my my cds as well and also there's a lot of overlap between the shops that carry one they generally tend to carry both because they're physical formats and where digital is where it's at right now you you got to go find these things uh out in the wild or on on amazon but you know which that actually brings me to my next point i was going to ask you guys uh, if there was a record store local record store i mean obviously you're in chicago um that you would prefer to use i think our biggest one in st louis that we all kind of know right off the top of our heads is vintage vinyl mm-hmm. vintage vinyl is pretty dope yeah, yeah. smack dab there and uh on del mar loop a record store next to a whole bunch of concert venues. Yes. Yes. Correct. <laughs> the biggest Chicago has a lot of record stores. If you travel around, especially on the north side, the most prominent one and probably the one that I have been to, I'll say the most, but that's not like an impressive number of times. And it's been years is Reckless Records. There's three locations of that store around town. And uh, it's it's pretty good stuff. It's an awesome name, too. Yep. Yeah. I'm a big fan. That's actually half the appeal, honestly. It's like, <laughs> what are the cool names that these places come up with? <laughs> yeah, around here we have Slackers and, and Vintage Vinyl, and I can't think of any more, to be honest. Music Reunion. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I forgot about yeah. that. CD Reunion, I think that's what it's called, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's there's two of... One's, one's, called, Record one's called Music and one's called CD. Yep, yeah. you're right. You're right. Okay, I know what you're talking about. St. Louis has Euclid. Yep. Um, and they have the Record Exchange. There's a few around. There's a few yeah, awesome here and there more than I knew. Apparently there you go. Well, that's all right again. So, so the record store day is, it's a musical holiday is as it were. <laughs> um, it was originally conceived as sort of uh, the music industry equivalent of free comic book day, which is where comic stores will have a whole bunch of special release issues of stuff that is given away basically as an excuse to get people into the stores, you know, looking at buying comics and related things and, and just like spiking that business. And so as uh, digital downloading and streaming and whatnot became a more prominent thing, this idea was pitched as well to do the same for records. So now we're on to the 15th year. Uh, in the first year, there was 10 special releases for record store day. As you guys just looked at, before we went on here, <laughs> there's a few hundred or so special yeah. releases that are coming out this uh, Saturday, April 23rd. And so um, it's a really interesting thing to me. Like, it's not perfect. Like, there's complaints about the so, sort of the corporate nature of it and whatnot. But it's also a thing that brings music fans together. It is a thing that is, in many cases, very good for artists. Something I just learned, actually, from listening to an episode of The Hook right before we started doing this is that vinyl is actually the single most profitable form 
yeah of of an album for for the artists themselves they get the biggest you know cut cut yeah. and, and and take out of that so yeah kind of fun which is crazy considering how like cheap it should be to make a a, a CD it's like a little plastic well, vinyl typically sells for more than CDs, so uh, I'm sure that's a big part of yeah, part of it. That makes yeah. more sense. Yep, you're right. Yeah, most of those releases are going to go for thirty bucks or so for like a full length album. Yep, or more. That's uh, right. That's kind of like a going like standard. Yeah, with the amount that I buy, that is too rich for my blood. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> little little history on us. Dan is a hardcore CD guy. He does not budge from that very easily. Well. He's he's starting to uh, he he has a game he plays with Amazon. Yeah, money. Go, go ahead and explain. You know money <laughs> is a a bottom line factor nowadays because I want to buy yes. so much music, um, but obviously you know budget myself at the same time because you know I got two kids <laughs> and other stuff. So yeah, I, whenever something comes out, I compare the MP3 price to the CD price, and then whatever is the cheapest is exactly what I buy. <laughs> and then what's funny is if you do buy the CD price, you still get the MP3. For the most part, yeah, it depends on on, uh, yeah. on the albums, but yeah, for the most part, I, I do. So it's <laughs> it's really funny. Which is also true nowadays more and more of vinyl record purchases. The last I don't know how many I've gotten have almost exclusively come with a digital download code that comes with it, so you can have a high quality digital version of an album and a high quality physical version of it for this for one price. Is it really high quality though? <laughs> the the uh, yeah. the vinyl itself yeah, yeah vinyl is the high quality thing you, i mean you get the you know like on old stuff or on crappy players you're going to get those like yeah. staticky crackles and stuff but if you have good equipment and newer releases and stuff it's going to sound really nice good to know because it's not compressed through a bunch of things like digital yeah. music ends up being. <laughs> right so a cd quality might still be the standard i don't really know but either way it's the, that physical stuff, unless you're listening to cassette tapes and then you're getting what you're asking for. But <laughs> yeah, so nonetheless, yeah, we've got we've got a record store day coming up. We wanted to do a quick special just because this is a, a thing that is big in the music world and we are big on supporting musicians and, you know, them getting theirs, even though we aren't particular vinyl collectors. I actually counted. I do. I have a single milk carton crate thing full of vinyl. And it totals more than I knew that I had. I have about 70 albums, but I would, I still wouldn't call that necessarily a collection. Like if it's something I can carry in, yeah, one, in, crate, in, one, in mode, one crate, <laughs> in one crate, like I still like it was, it's very selective. I, I'd still call it a collection personally, but it's a v- incredibly curated collection. Yeah, I think at this point, if you have more than one vinyl, it's a collection. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I, <laughs> I'm going to divert listeners to our friend Russ and the Infectious Group right. podcast <laughs> yeah. to, to discuss further matters of record collecting because that man has a record store in his basement and it's awesome. I, I was going <laughs> to say, I think he has, he, has two, he has two record stores in his basement. I, th- I think Russ needs to have some personalized special releases for Record Store Day. Yeah. Like they, ship, they ship copies of this album just to his house <laughs> and he can sell them. <laughs> Brian from Playlist Wars, I think, I don't think would rival him, but definitely has an impressive CD collection as well. Yes, yes. He is he is like a CD completionist. I think Brian wants all the CDs that, that there are. <laughs> yeah, I agree. He, he's got quite the eclectic uh, blend of yep. variety he gets. He's yep. a shopper with a checklist and everything. My thing is usually like, for me to have a vinyl, generally there's two things. One, it needs to be 
a band that I really have loved for like a long time. And usually I'll take one album of theirs that I really like the cover of and I'll kind of end the music on and kind of pick that as like the representative for them. And the long-term goal is to make like a wall display out of everything. But I've been saying that for years. (laughs) Occasionally it'll also just be like, here is a up and coming band that I really want to support. Like a couple weeks ago, the dead deads fit both those categories. I think it's a great album and a great album cover. And I wanted to support them. And so that's, and you got it signed. And then you get the chance to get it signed too. I mean, you gotta, you gotta go for it. Yeah. So, so anyway, we decided to play a tiny game of basically, uh, what would I choose if I were going out to shop on record store day? And so we each picked a handful of albums that were kind of caught our attention. Like it's a little bit more of a recommendation to you, the listener to consider these since we probably won't be out there shopping ourselves. Yes. But nonetheless, drawing awareness is half the battle here. Yeah. And right off the bat, uh, these aren't necessarily ones that we would choose, but I I did find it kind of humorous. Uh, the record store day this year got Rickrolled because Rick <laughs> Ashley and his album, whenever you need somebody is uh, one of the albums. So there's only 1800 of those floating around. <laughs> yeah. You can get Rickrolled. You can get Rickrolled. It's 35th anniversary of the album. Now here's, here's what would be the best is if when you got it, it was a double sided <laughs> disc with five tracks on each side. <laughs> Every be- single one of them <laughs> was never going to give you up. That would, that would be the the pinnacle of Record Store Day exclusives. That would be like the Willy Wonka golden ticket where it, it, it's yeah. like the one botched one. <laughs> it's the most glorious botch of all time. <laughs> the most collectible. Yeah. It's just it's a whole album of you getting Rickrolled. Uh, I hope that album sells out. That's just great that it exists. Yeah. <laughs> Another one that I thought was kind of humorous was it was 50 years of TV's greatest hits. And it's a bunch of TV theme songs on like, oh. a, I don't know if it's on one album or a double album, but it's, it's like a ton of TV theme songs. That's fun. <laughs> Did you catch a couple off the top of your head or? Uh, I mean, it, it, it varied from, you know, like Gilligan's Island to like Dexter. <laughs> Okay, that was my question. Like, are, are we all over the place? Or? Yeah, it, it's it's like fifty plus years of TV or whatever. Wow. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, pretty sweet. <laughs> all right, so we're we're just gonna kind of pick five that we were interested in that that we would want. So some of these might overlap, some of them might not. <laughs> uh, oh, they will. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. My my list might not. This this one will though. Uh, Collective Soul is they just had the 25th anniversary of Discipline Breakdown, and that is one of my favorite Collective Soul albums. So I would totally want to get that one if I was a collector. You'll catch a lot of special releases for anniversaries. So yeah, the 35th, uh, 25th, or whatever. And I think that's going to be on another list. So I'll just move on. The number <laughs> two, number two for me, uh, The Doors with L.A. Woman. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I somehow it, skipped that one accidentally. Nice yeah. Cut. So uh, that was a, a 50th anniversary compilation, I believe. And so big classic rock guy. So that would be a one for me. Another one. This I had no idea that this even existed. But so Peter Gabriel came out with an album called Live Blood. And it's it's 
no regular instru- instruments. It's an entire orchestra, and then he just sings over it. So that is very interesting. That is interesting. I, I listened to a, a couple tracks on Spotify, and it's actually really, really good. Yeah, I was like, I don't want to own it because I don't know what it is exactly yet, but I want to hear it. <laughs> yeah, right. And so number four for me, Pete Townsend, uh, Face to Face, 1986 live album, which actually has uh, David Gilmore from Pink Floyd as a guitarist on some of the tracks as well, which is really awesome. And finally, for me, Pearl Jam, Live on Two Legs. This is from their 1998 tour, and it's a live album. So that's just really cool. I'd want to. Pearl Jam loves releasing live albums. Yeah. So that's my five. That's got a pretty cool cover on it. I just looked it up. Actually, most of what you mentioned, I was looking through it as you were going. Most of those have pretty cool covers. When it comes to buying vinyl, I'm all about making sure that the cover art looks on point. Yeah. That's, That's half the the beauty of it whenever the music is so easy to get elsewhere yeah (laughs) true you got to get me with the art yeah no i agree with that (laughs) Uh, most of my list was kind of the same actually i (laughs) i decided that i might want to throw in a different artist because i did my list also starts off with the doors la woman (laughs) a collective soul discipline breakdown nice um i i had so uh, since we had two of the same and uh, you know i wanted to throw in some more artists uh, i i did notice that um allison chains has we die young which i'm pretty sure is like there isn't that like a compilation album if i remember correctly it's the I, one with like the orange it was all in orange right? i believe so yeah 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 so that would definitely be one of them that because it, it essentially is a greatest hits album it's fantastic and yeah, I I love Alice in Chains. It was, fan, it was just it was all awesome. Uh, so the other one that I would say is from way back. I don't quite know how many years ago to be honest, but um, Everlast with Whitey Ford sings the blues. That album was just great. Uh, it was the first album that Everlast made following the departure of House of Pain. Um, and of course, I mean, obviously everybody knows just like the one song from it, but the whole album is really good. Yeah. And, and probably one of my favorites, uh, like that nobody knows about her. Um, yeah. Nobody pays too much good, of you know, attention. To yeah. Or it's never really gotten get the, the recognition or it's deserved. Yeah. I just think it's really cool that, that Everlast will live forever on the strength of, of jump around <laughs> and also of what it's like. Cause like that song still gets played today yeah. even 20 yeah 24 years it's that one's from 98 24 years later and yeah. uh yeah, yeah. i mean it's because it's still so powerful and so like it still resonates it's still true yeah. <laughs> so, well, he he had another song called i get by that like mm-hmm. that really kind of made uh the airwaves as well and he just has a way of connecting with people with his lyrics um yeah and i think that that's one reason why that whole album, you know, was, was Whitey Ford sings the blue particular, which is fantastic because it was just very personal. He had just had a great way of just really connecting people to just like his area and what the, you know, his, his neighborhoods and stuff were dealing with. Yeah. He brought you into his, into his world really well. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then my other two are, are, I guess I, you know, I had a lot. So this is six technically, but um, I have two new ones. <laughs> so 
the one that I would say uh, would be next. It's got an interesting cover too. Um, it looks like a like a sign you'd see in Vegas or something. It's called uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers Unlimited Love. And this is an album that like the more and more I listen to it, the more and more I fall in love with it. It is just really, really good. And I'm so glad that John is back with the band. It's just so much better with him. Like they <laughs> just they just do their thing. They all kind of just meld with each other so perfectly when he's in the band yeah a note the cover of this one what it shows on this website anyway the cover is actually in black and white it's a yeah it's a grayscale version of of the album which is very bright as you mentioned it's a neon sign you're right <laughs> but, you're right and the vinyl is pressed on silver which is pretty sweet yeah so uh yeah interesting take if you want that particular special five thousand quantity release <laughs> of the brand spanking new chili peppers album yeah uh and and a great one at that Mm -hmm. so i'm sure we'll be talking about that more to come and playing some more on the show that's for sure yeah Uh the last one that i will uh be mentioning today is the hailstorm album uh back from the dead which technically isn't even out so i guess you'd be getting an advanced copy if you get it it's a record store day it's a single so uh, ah, something to keep in, oh. yeah, something to keep in mind is a lot of these uh, vinyl collectors collect singles, not necessarily just full albums. Yeah, it seems like a waste. Oh. <laughs> so so this is the back from the dead and and long live rock. It's the singles that have already come out. OK, gotcha. Now that OK, well, then I will stick with my other five. <laughs> <laughs> this says this says now to make it if you this is why this kind of thing is wild. It says a unique die cut single in the shape of a headstone. Okay. I think they're talking about the actual record, not just the cover art, which is clearly the same thing. I've never owned a record that was in cut in the shape of a headstone, (laughs) but that is fascinating to me. That would be pretty intriguing and probably the reason to own it alone right there. Yeah, Yeah, there you go. That's probably why people that get it will get it is just because that novelty of how strange it is. Yeah. So, you know, good selling points for good music. Agreed. All right. I picked out a few of them. Um, I'm going to start with one that Dan had on his list, and that was Everlast. That Whitey Ford is a great album. Three million people bought it, so it must be doing something, right? <laughs> Not that sales always equal you know, quality, but in this case, yeah. Um, and like, it's just, if I were truly going out to buy some, this that would definitely be high on the list. It, yeah. it would be one that was quality, is worth owning. Um, I'm going to move away from itch kind of stuff for just a second here into a single by glass animals. Cause I just want an excuse to mention glass animals on the show. Super cool band. Nothing that sounds anything like we would ever play on our particular show, but incredibly talented guys that make some very catchy songs. And they have a single called, I don't want to talk. I just want to dance. Okay. Yeah. And the vinyl has cherries on it. That's it. Mm-hmm. Just some cherries. <laughs> I think that that is delicious. When you said you were going to deviate from Itch's music, I thought you were going to like throw out Debbie Gibson or something. Well, I mean, <laughs> how could you not? <laughs> Which is an option on Record Store Day, by the way. That's true. That is very true. There's anyway. so many options. Sounds like Casey had that as a backup. He was thinking <laughs> yeah. about it. You can tell. <laughs> Dan, you didn't see this, but Kitty was on there. Maybe you didn't see that. I did see that, actually. Kitty, Kitty <laughs> What a wild thing to just show up on record store day. You know, you know what we need to put out is spit. That's yeah. 
I mean, they're trying to make a resurgence. They they are they were announced in that big punk concert that's going to be in Vegas. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's true. That's true. All right. Anyway, on to my next ones. A couple here. I'm going to go with Alice Cooper. He has an album called Brutal Planet. And that weirdly, because we've gone over before my lack of listening to older music was probably the first Alice Cooper album I ever truly heard start to finish, which is weird. (laughs) It came out in 2000 and it was it was Alice Cooper going like industrial, like for a minute, like it was dark and heavy and electronic. And so it's not something I've gone back to much or remember that much, but I do remember there was a quick period of time where like I listened to that album quite a bit. And so why not? Another album I've listened to even more that actually legitimately may own on vinyl someday. So I'm actually sort of keeping my eye on this one is Mother Mother's Oh My Heart. (laughs) That one's from 2008. It's kind of their like flagship album that like they keep coming back to and that 15 years, 13 years later, got them big on TikTok during the pandemic of some tracks from that album. So it's definitely one of their favorites to play live. It's a great album. It's super quirky, like indie rock stuff. And uh, they're doing like a picture disc version that looks different than what the original album art looks like. And it's pretty sweet. So um, and then last on a more sent- even more sentimental note, I would get the Cranberries. They put out a compilation two disc compilation collaboration from Dolores O'Riordan's estate and the rest of the Cranberries, the remaining Cranberries. And it's called Remembering Dolores. And it was just them selecting. It's not a greatest hits. If you look at the track listing, like uh, most of their big stuff is not on it. It's just like, I don't know. I guess it's stuff that they just particularly like loved that she did. And it came yeah. out digitally. Yeah. That one came out digitally last year to celebrate her 50th birthday. What would have been? Yeah. Um, and now they're releasing it physically. And so the Cranberries were a very important band to me in the late 90s. And so like No Need to Argue was one of the first cassette tapes I ever owned. And I stuck with them for a while. And so I still got a major soft spot for the cranberries. I knew you would choose that one. That's why I, I <laughs> didn't put it on my list. So I wanted to talk I about almost, more stuff. You, you can have <laughs> yeah, it. Too. I almost added that on my list, too. Oh, yeah. see, we, we're so close to a trifecta. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's the itch doing um, record, record store. Day. So if you're if you're the type that goes out and gets these bad boys, uh, hit us up and let us know what you purchased. And if it was any of the cool things that we just mentioned. And maybe send us a picture of that die cut hailstorm single if you, yeah, <laughs> if you get that. I want to see this. We'll post Russ, it on socials and stuff for you. Russ, Russ will send all the pictures. Yeah, Russ, Russ bought. He has a standing <laughs> order for everything on Record Store Day. <laughs> Give me all of it. He bought the record store. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. So Record Store Day. Saturday, April 23rd. Most of the stuff on the list, if you go to recordstoreday.com, will be available. Some will not be available until June, where there's sort of like part two. Yeah. Um, but most of it will be. Some of it is called Record Store Day exclusives, meaning this is like the only print of these. So you'll either have to find them that day or you will have to get price gouged on yeah, the Internet. Yeah. Um, it's like buying sneakers. <laughs> yeah. And stores tend to have limited quantities. There's only a few thousand made of most of these albums. So your best bet might be to call up a record store early and say, hey, did you get any of these? Unless you're just a voyager and you just want to shop around, you know, drive around town all day to every shop you can find and see what they got. And some of them are record store day firsts, meaning they are debuting here and then they will get a wider release later. So if you miss it, it might not be a big deal. 
So yeah, go out there, enjoy, support some uh, some music stores. Oh, damn the man, save the empire. <laughs> well said. <laughs> <laughs> we see, we did cover Empire Records. <laughs> this has been the Rex Manning Day episode of the Itch. <laughs> we just there didn't you know go. it until right now. <laughs> I, I definitely do know it is. Damn uh, yes, damn the empire. Save the man. Wait a minute. No, I don't know. Not save again. the man. Damn the empire. Dan's always trying to save the man. I think he's a secret agent. <laughs> Say no more, Mona. Save more. the man. <laughs> Say no more. <laughs> Fantastic. I mean, I do work for a giant corporation, so. <laughs> save, save the man. Save him. <laughs> save him. <laughs> All right. Well, Dan's out there saving the man. <laughs> we encourage you to go buy some vinyl or, or or listen to music however you see fit <laughs> thank you very much for listening to the itch podcast my name is dan i'm casey and i'm aaron and until next time buy some music if you enjoyed what you heard in this episode please subscribe and tell a friend about the show we got plenty of links in the show notes to continue the conversation including the episode's playlist and you can interact with us on Twitter, Facebook, or through Gmail and itchrocks.com, all at itchrocks, I-T-C-H-R-O-C-K-S.